Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So do you not move the elf for the day? He stays put yeah, in his place. He stays and observes, and then, and then in the middle of the night, I see. But it's it's have you ever forgotten? A, yes, and it that is I'd such be a terrified, I'd, especially if you've had a glass of yeah, wine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're like, he's still there. He's yeah. still on the fridge. You're listening to the Sherlock's podcast. Your guide to a more stylish life. Hello and welcome to Sherlock's team podcast with me, Heather Steele. Today I'm joined by Rebecca Hull, Emma Bigger and Harriet Russell. Hello everyone. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Becky, not seen you on the podcast know, for a while. I've How are you? I've on my face. Yeah, I'm good. It's good to be back on. It feels like it's been a while actually. So it's nice welcome to be back. <laughs> back on this comfy sofa, ready for a chat. Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Do you all have good weekends, Harriet? Yeah, I mean we watched the football last night of yes. course which was great um I think I explained last week on the podcast that my I come from like a f- quite football mad house um so my mum and sister particularly were like oh Senegal they're gonna be trickier than mm. people think like I thought that as well because everyone's like oh we're gonna smash it I was like well, yeah, they don't also be so got cocky. this far as well <laughs> yeah I mean their star player is Sadio Mane isn't it he's, but sadly yeah. he's injured so when that news came through I think everyone sort of breathes a bit of sigh release but um but they have some really good players Mm. their goalkeeper is the Chelsea goalkeeper so it wasn't a foregone conclusion but we obviously like after the first 20 minutes I think played really well yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was really good it was good to watch actually as an England fan you're always just nervous aren't you You can never really enjoy watching a game of football but I think by the time we got into the second half it was a bit more you could relax yeah let's actually enjoy this for once I've not watched much of it you not I mean a lot of it's on during the day to be fair yeah (laughs) I mean it's all repeated on iPlayer so Mm. I have to admit my favorite thing at the moment especially when it's like cold and dark is go home you know, probably doing a few emails or whatever in the evening, just sort of let it happen in the background. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite soothing. We, in our house, we always say it's the green because apparently green is like a very mentally soothing colour. I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. So if you're feeling like stressed, you should probably just have it on like Some low sport level. On. Yeah. yeah. Sport on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, oh, I'm a bit Well, blind. we were saying just before the podcast started, it might be the last time we're pleased to see England do well. I'm not quite sure how it's going to go on Saturday. France is going to be tough, isn't it? Is that so when they're next playing Saturday? Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Or imagine the pubs going to be I know. doing Saturday. I'm pleased though because the hospitality industry has obviously been having a very tough time yeah. recently, and I think they've said their intake at the pubs, especially, is obviously skyrocketed. Oh, so good, good, good for them. Really and it's, it's an evening match, isn't it? It is. Oh, is, it, is it Saturday? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. PM, but France are defending champions. And yeah, they're playing. Ama- they also beat Poland three 0 yesterday in the afternoon so so. that was also a really good game yeah. it was actually yeah. yeah like Poland were again it wasn't like a foregone conclusion that France mm. were going to absolutely smash it so yeah will you be watching on Saturday Becky I know you I said you don't I feel watch I it should. all I, I think you should yeah. I should yeah. shouldn't I should get into the spirit yes I probably will I, I'll probably watch the one that we lose no, we're in, like, <laughs> the later stages you can like yeah. get in at the you end. can get into it so yeah, yeah maybe I'll tune in Saturday but yeah I've been kind of enjoying getting in the festive spirit not the sports me spirit me too which is rare for me I'm usually 
every year emma i'm like oh i'm not ready for christmas i'm yeah. a real grinch but this year <laughs> you're I'm feeling it wearing some glitter already <laughs> yeah. well you were saying a few weeks ago that you don't normally put your tree up until the last minute but you've already done it this year i have actually but that's only because i work i'm going to late district next week which i'm really excited about but i realized that if i didn't put it up yesterday which was sunday yeah i'd only end no up time. putting it up yeah. yeah probably when i usually would and then I'm suddenly home for Christmas at my parents and then mm. I'll have only had it up for like four days which seemed <laughs> a bit pointless very, yeah. did you watch anything festive over the weekend do you know what I re-watched Klaus on Netflix oh. for like the fourth time Heather and I have spoken about this at length so sorry for anyone it. oh it's so oh, good it's so good it won an Oscar yeah it's an animation and it's just it's just such a like different Is it a children's thing kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a cartoon but it's one of those that adults can, can sort of really take yeah. stuff yeah. away as and well Animation's really beautiful. I forgot that when I watched it yeah. yesterday. We put it on while we did our tree. But I've also been watching the Ad Wednesday Adams, is it? Oh yeah, just Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Is it just oh, Wednesday yeah, yeah, on yeah, Netflix? I, I am hooked. It's it Tim is Burton, so it? good. Yeah. yeah. When you first watch it, it's very much like Edward Scissorhands yeah. vibe. So you get that straight away. But the cast is amazing. What's the plot then? Because obviously we all know the Adams family. But... So the plot is, it kind of focuses on Wednesday Adams, obviously as the character. And she kind of gets moved around different schools because she's so troublesome she causes quite a lot of chaos but she ends up in this town where she ends up helping to solve a murder um so she her twisted kind of character and meanness comes into its own usefulness in a way but i've only got to episode two but i just love the casting i love oh, everything about it it's, it's different it's mm. quirky has anyone else seen S- rogue what's it sas rogue, rogue heroes? heroes that's what i was gonna yeah have you seen it has no. anyone else seen that yeah show? i've seen you it. Love it um i'd say 50 50 yeah so i think jack connell's really good i think um connor swindles swindles thank you um who sort of plays the titular character he's brilliant i he's think he's the one in sex education mm, he plays uh, adam he plays like the main character in this um a guy called david who is a real person yeah. who set up the sas in the oh, second so world it's war a drama. yeah so, oh i yeah. thought it was one of those celebrity <laughs> sas oh not oh, no, that no, one no. i mean that's fabulous <laughs> no so sas rogue heroes is um it's on the bbc it's the guy who did uh peaky blinders oh. so it's based on a true story of how the sas was created but it's got like really loud rock music in mm. the background and it's kind of oh, shot wow. in that sort of peaky blinders modern way but it's set i think some of the acting in it is brilliant the story is really like they've done it in a fairly light-hearted way yeah. and it's shot incredibly like some of these scenes I mean obviously the SAS started as a parachute regiment so there's loads of like stunts and jumping out of planes mm. and, and you just think oh my god how did you know the one yeah. that goes wrong I don't want to oh, spoil yeah. it but you just oh, yeah. think oh how did they film that I thought parts of it were far too modern mm. I know what Stephen Knight is trying to do in a Peaky Blinders sense but every other word being the F word like it starts to grate after mm. a while yeah. and you do just think you know a lot of these blokes came from like really really upper crust families not all of them but i just don't think they would have spoken in quite that sort of aggressive way i understand the war like changes people (laughs) um and kind of like formality goes out the window but it just didn't ring true for me Mm. i thought the sort of central love story had like a really touching ending Mm. but in the middle when it was sort of forming i was like i don't have the most chemistry i've ever seen on screen and also not to spoil it but she's a spy a French spy. I mean, she's introduced as such, isn't she? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. part of the premise. But there are parts of it where you just think she would be a rubbish spy because <laughs> she literally like lets herself down at every turn, like has absolutely no boundaries. However, 
something mysterious happens to her at the end and David Connor Swindle's reaction to it is pretty heartbreaking yeah. actually I thought that final scene was really mm. really touching it's worth a watch yeah. but I wouldn't get like overly invested mm. oh, I, I enjoyed it I wasn't expecting any yeah I wasn't expecting anything from it my boyfriend wanted to watch it so I was like fine and then <laughs> quite, got quite into it yeah <laughs> it's like it's Sunday night TV it isn't is, it, it um, is. and it is what it is it's not as good as Peaky Blinders no. But if you're looking for something that isn't going to demand much of you mm. and is a pretty decent story, yeah, then fun, give it a go. It really? <laughs> what about you, Heather? Have you been watching anything? Yeah, so, you know, I don't know if any of you will have seen it or plan to see it, but we had our, like, girls' Christmas this last weekend where we all sort of make a proper Christmas dinner, get in our pyjamas, do Secret Santa and watch a few films. And this year we decided to watch Falling for Christmas, the new Lindsay Lohan <laughs> film that's just landed on Netflix. Okay, no spoilers, because my sister who lives abroad, we have literally been holding out to watch this film together. But I'd be interested to know if it's to- going to be a total waste of time. No, it's my answer. <gasps> oh, good. So my... Um, my friend Chloe always like as soon as these films land on Netflix or wherever she's always watching it like you know as soon as it's November so I actually said to her I was like no do not watch it yet Hold fire. we all need to watch it together the reason I wanted to watch it I think it was either in the Times or the Guardian but they did like a little review being like the acting's terrible there's no chemistry between <laughs> Lindsay Lohan and the lead who's, who's the guy uh, uh, so Cord Overs over street over street good looking chap not bad in this film either but Mm. yeah it's like a paper thin plot Uh, (laughs) you know exactly what's gonna happen but this review said like all of these bad things and it's like it's bloody great (laughs) okay come on right we we know what we're getting ourselves into Mm. it's a bit like a sort of hallmark film but yeah the plot she is basically a hotel heiress she's in a ski village somewhere nice and staying in her dad's hotel and she's got this sort of influencer type boyfriend who she's not really that bothered by he's horrendous um (laughs) and then they go out skiing and then she like falls over and bumps her head and gets amnesia and um meanwhile becky's gone she's out (laughs) meanwhile meets cord he's got his own sort of authentic lodge that he's inherited from his dead wife not a spoiler you learn that with a lot of exposition in the first two minutes um and it's a you know struggling business versus the big hotel and he offers to take her in because she doesn't know who she is and then oh my goodness they fall in love yes this does not sound like the kind of thing i thought you would enjoy no i know (laughs) but it's one of the you know when you've got like a glass of prosecco in hand eating like quality sweets and everyone's like this is rubbish yeah there's nothing better than a hate watch at christmas and then good to have one in the background (laughs) but by the end we were all like (laughs) (laughs) this whole genre on netflix has become quite (laughs) extensive hasn't it of like really really as you say hallmark style yeah christmas films yeah um cheesy i've got something else rubbish but great to recommend oh go on love it if any of you've been watching it it's on harriet you might have seen it because it's usually on after the bbc's shown the evening world cup game it's called the traitors oh i have yeah so i've accidentally seen the first 10 minutes of one episode it's claudia winkleman claudia winkleman is presenting it it's this new game show it's on like three times a week during um during the week at like nine o'clock half nine and it looks awful and it was one of those things that was just on in the background we weren't paying any attention but then suddenly the last 15 minutes we were like really absorbed (laughs) and then that was episode two we then went back and watched it from the beginning and now we're uh, so what's the premise so the traitors so there's basically i don't know how many people there's like a vast number like 20 odd people who don't know each other and they all show up 
at this Scottish castle knowing that they're going to take part in a game show and that there's money to be won. Then Claudia comes out and tells them that, yeah, they could all win £120,000 if they make it to the end of this challenge and that they've all got to do various challenges, but three out of them are going to be chosen secretly as traitors and nobody else will know who they mm. are. So at the end of every episode, the, the three traitors get together because they find out who each other is secretly. And they choose to murder someone in the night oh. to kind of eliminate <laughs> contestants, I guess. And then equally, just before that happens each episode, um, everyone goes around, including the traitors, everyone goes out around this big round table and they all have to say who they think the traitors are and they all have one vote, sort of weakest link style. Mm. And then whoever gets the most amount of votes gets booted off as well. Even if they're not a traitor. Yeah, and they reveal before they go whether they were a Mm -hmm. traitor or not. If the traitors manage to make it to the end, they'll win all the money. As it's going on, the traitors are then really getting really nervous because they're having to, you know, lie all the time. So yeah, it's quite interesting seeing them whenever they get together at the end that some of them are loving it. Like, I love lying. And the others are a nervous wreck and trying not to show it. And, you know, they're all interrogating each other like we are. What do do you think you would be? I think Becky's the traitor. And then Becky, you're the traitor. Like, yeah, me too. (laughs) So the traitor's having these conversations Yeah, exactly. With other people being like, who do you think it is? It's so weird like what the traitors have to went not in front of everyone else but the traitors have to wear these like black hoods and lanterns to go oh. off to discuss who they're gonna murder <laughs> and it's just like little bits like that it's just high camp it's just like what is Very going on claudia i think if she wasn't presenting it i wouldn't care but she's just loving yeah, it she, must be loving it. Honest, she apparently got to choose the traitors as well and oh. she went round. everyone had these um masks on and she told the traitors who they were by like going like that on their shoulders and she was walking around them like you could tell it's like a messed up version of duck duck goose exactly it's honestly a bizarre show (laughs) but it sounds sort of interesting yeah Yeah. you know when you just yeah Yeah. i think so i think you know when you're like just need something a bit to watch after yeah, work yeah. and you don't really want to like tune in too much and is yeah. it on every day i think it's only on three times a week during okay. the week but whenever it, whenever i've seen it it's only been because the bbc have finished their football mm. coverage and then it's weirdly on next but <laughs> anyway a strange little thing but uh well worth a watch okay there we go Great, now we're going to do our weekly newspaper segment where, yeah, we've all looked through the Sunday papers, found a couple of things that have interested us, and we will discuss. Becky, what have you found for us? So, obviously, everyone probably saw the news that Elton John is going to close Glastonbury next Mm. year, and it's his last ever... Ever, ever, ever show, gig, ever live yeah. gig, ever live gig. I never trust Elton yeah. John with this uh, though. He's, he's been on a farewell before. tour for yeah. like five yeah. years. Yeah, he did that farewell <laughs> Yellow Brick Road again. <laughs> and I think he was actually quoted in the Glastonbury like press release as saying, "This will be my final show." Unless something really good comes oh, up, yeah. you're like, okay. he'll probably sneak up the following year. But yeah. I did, it did really make me, um, my ears prick up because I love Elton John. Oh, and I yeah. think, I've never been to Glastonbury and actually both Harry and I were saying last night, we're both 30 next year and I genuinely might try. And I mean, I'm stressed about it already, trying to get tickets for this, but I feel like that would be so amazing. That'd be such a good him. thing to do. And I feel like he's such, you, you know, I know his voice is 
potentially not the same anymore but he's such a performer mm. yeah i no, just that'd think be amazing to see that yeah Glastonbury. and if it is the last one he'll want to go out with a bang oh so. yeah, yeah. Oh, he, if oh, yeah. it's the last one, if it's the last one <laughs> yeah, he'll go out with a bang and it says that there's also spice girls harry Styles, and arctic monkeys as well performing i mean quite I'd be the lineup wow. but i just think how amazing would that be oh, yeah would be good. you must have been to glastonbury i haven't once. actually oh. i haven't i've been to every other festival yeah. going but i don't know i think it's the same as becky like the ticket rigmarole yeah just the vastness mm. of the site as well yeah. i would get too stressed because i would want to see like all the bands and then like even like walking from one stage to the next apparently can be like an hour <gasps> a lot of people an and, uh, and also even to get anywhere near the mm. pyramid stage oh, you've basically got that. a camp there mm. all day and mm. i'd be too getting like oh but i've missed so and so and so and so i'd rather like see people yeah. in a slightly mm. you'd have to really smaller plan. one of my friends actually went and she said you could go to glastonbury and not see any bands it's that yeah vast. exactly yeah. It's i think completely the night stuff sounds amazing like obviously it's great that families could go but i think i'm might be a bit like hmm. mm. what are I you just, doing here? I, i'd like to do a day That's yeah what I, I love like a day i'd love to do a, i'd yeah. like to do the sunday yeah and see him yeah round off glass so but yeah i just thought that was quite exciting news over the weekend emma if you were to go to glass who would your dream sunday night headliner be um, i'd love to see like fleetwood Mac. oh, oh me too oh, me too like, Oh, sad news last week yeah, so sad. sad and also I obviously I love Fleetwood Mac but I hadn't realised quite how many songs she wrote mm. Christine would yeah, yeah. yeah I hadn't realised how vast her writing was so yeah, yeah it was nice to kind of dig through some of those and listen to them yeah 100% but so yeah, Fleetwood Mac that would be number so. one yeah, for that'd you that would be my number one Harriet mm. I think Cher oh yes. Cher would be amazing another one who's got a you know, huge wardrobe full of iconic outfits iconic. they could have. Mm. And Elton as a duo. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago when Kim Kardashian started to like idolise Cher yes. and post all of those pictures where she was like dressed up like her Bob and stuff Mackie with the really outfits. like, yeah, long hair. Um, honestly, if you haven't seen it, look it up because it was really, it was the, I think that was like when I started to really appreciate Cher's like history and like yeah. icon status. Um, so thank you, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's. I just love Cher. So have you heard of this thing about being born under a diva star? No. Okay. Tell us more. I think I was listening to a podcast with Dolly Alderson and they were talking about what diva star are you born under? They have this theory that everyone has like an alter ego that they could relate to in like a diva sense. And Dolly Alderton said Gemma Collins. Oh, that I would mean, make sense. Yeah, which was a brilliant one. But um, would you say Cher then? I mean, I'd love it to be Cher, but I don't know that I'm cool enough to be born under Cher's diva star. So what, you have to pick it yourself? It's like who... Like a, I was thinking it's this astrology or like horoscopes <laughs> or Based something. Your, yeah, like, no, your, it's complete... Your Gemma, your Cher. <laughs> no, it's complete like personal choice in the sense of like, who do you think you relate to? Who do you think you Ooh, have yeah, like hints in, in your one. personality and stuff? Yeah, that is Ooh. hard. My younger self would have wanted to be Christina Aguilera. I just think she's <laughs> literally like the coolest <laughs> thing ever. She, she is a proper diva though. Oh, she is. I mean, what are they? I mean, my sister would be Mariah Carey. I was going to say, Mariah's got to yeah. be up there, yeah. surely. Quite yeah. a tricky one. I know. Ultimate diva. I think maybe you're an Amy one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Fine house type because you do like bold makeup and you're Good very work. into music and yes. people forget now, don't they? Mm. How amazing she was because oh, they just yeah. sort of remember the later years rather mm. than the beginning. I think there's a documentary on her coming out. Is it next year? Yeah, there's already been two, but there's a okay. third or a different one. But yeah, I think that'll Is be. Is that the one her parents amazing. are making? Potentially, because yeah. I think they probably feel like they need to tell their side yeah. of the story. Well, Mitch gets her father gets very demonized, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does quite a pushy parent mm. by all accounts. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Whitney, she'd be a good diva. Oh, oh a good she'd one. be a brilliant she'd be an one. Excellent mm. diva. Great. Love Madonna. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe oh, no, a I'd few get, years ago. No, maybe. I'd say Madonna. I think she's awesome. Yeah. I think. I don't think you have to age gracefully. No. I love her. <laughs> yeah, I like Madonna. Yeah, she's great. Uh, what have you got for us, Emma? Uh, so I find this in the Observer, and it's kind of on the back of, of the whole census and how half the country. Or, less than half the country are now Christians and it's about do we still value Christmas traditions like do we are they being replaced with other ones like the elf on the shelf and basically which traditions are important in today's society so I thought that was quite interesting like 46 percent of young people have never sung a traditional Christmas carol which I find that, that yeah. is wild insane yeah I that they sing them in school and <laughs> yeah. at, like carol services yeah and, and then it said percent. Um, yeah. 47% don't know what like mid- midnight mass is and so I just thought it was quite interesting to see like the move away from mm. probably when we were children. Yeah. Like it's totally different. Mm. Completely. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, what kind of traditions do you do as a... Wow. I know. The thing is, I actually said before this, I love traditions. But then I was thinking, <laughs> what do I do? But we we do silly things like Christmas Eve, we'd always go for dinner or, you know, it's things you kind of stick like to. Like family in traditions. Yeah. 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 Family do you ever traditions. go to church? Like ever? We did when we were younger, but I haven't. I must admit, I can, I can believe the latter statistic yeah. because we haven't for a long time. Mm. Um, but I would say I'm not religious, but when we did go, it was a very nice festive yeah it's yeah. more of an experience yeah isn't it? it's yeah. more of an experience and but i must admit yeah maybe as a we have moved away from traditions a bit so yeah that's kind of it that's a bit lame that my one tradition is going for dinner christmas eve that's still a nice yeah. thing to do though. but it's something we sort of stick to yeah. as a group and no one can deviate if that makes mm. sense yeah, so yeah you yeah. can't drop out of it <laughs> so and um, you've obviously got children elf on the shelf where do you sit with that because i've seen quite a lot of la- not backlash but the last couple of years parents being like oh, i just can't be bothered to do it anymore <laughs> yeah no we, we still do do it um <laughs> what is it exactly i don't really because i don't have yeah kids, it's so. basically you get this elf and every night you change change the position in your house so then when the kids wake up they're like oh where's the elf because they believe it's real yes and the idea is that the elf is 
watching for like behavior running up to Christmas. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, well, that's what I say. (laughs) And it works. Uh, And then he reports back to Father Christmas. Oh, useful. uh, Yeah, it does come in quite useful. But my eldest is at the stage where he's asking lots of questions, which is just heartbreaking. I do remember one year wondering why Santa and Mum and Dad had used the same wrapping paper. Mm, yeah, I thought that yeah. was quite the coincidence. You got savvy. Yeah, yeah that was very good detective work. Yeah. I don't think I kind of, but I just used the same paper and yeah. for the best. <laughs> like, they won't know that. It, so do you not move the elf for the day? He stays put yeah, in his so place. He stays and observes, and then, and then in the middle of the night. I see but it's it's have you ever forgotten yes i'd be terrified (laughs) especially if you've had a glass yeah exactly he's still there he's still on the fridge so one time last year that happened and we forgot to move it you just have to you know obviously make up like oh my goodness he must be really tired (laughs) or maybe he needs another night in that spot just to make sure the behavior like you know that's amazing Uh, so so yeah we still do it and yeah I think we'll continue to do it. Yeah, why not? I mean, if the kids are enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, and you it's... can't kind of just stop because then That's they'll be like, point. where's the album <laughs> We're going to run riot yeah, this year. Harriet, exactly. <laughs> what about you? Traditions? Yeah, I mean, oh, there are no little ones in our house, so um, it's not a sort of um, elf on the shelf type situation. <laughs> but yeah, we have loads of like family things that we always do. So my fam- my poor sister, my birthday is on the 7th of December. My mum's is the 22nd and my dad is the 2nd of January. Oh, so poor wow. Sophie has to buy presents for like oh, everyone oh twice God. over. Um, but it's nice because it feels like we've got all these other celebrations that's happening really nice. at the same time. So I think my mum's birthday is always like the official kickoff to Christmas. Like that's usually when I take time off and yeah. my, my Christmas holiday starts. We always tend to have like pizza with our friends at some point, whether it's Christmas Eve we always watch the same film on Christmas Eve, which, which is, is White Christmas, an Aww. absolute classic. Aww. Bing Crosby um, and Rosemary Clooney, who is George's aunt, mm. if anyone's interested. Fact fam. Fact. Fact. Um, yeah, and then Christmas Day, I mean, my sister's an amazing cook, so she pretty much takes over. It's all like quite low key, yeah. but yeah, it's always the same routine i mm. find it i find it very comforting oh i like that yeah especially yeah the same film That's yeah a good thing literally it's and kind of what christmas is about as nice. well isn't it yeah, yeah. slipping into a does anyone routine. go to like carol services yeah, yeah so we always do that too so there's a local school to us which is actually quite a famous school it's charterhouse mm. and they not many people know this and i probably shouldn't be broadcasting it but mm. they open their carol service up to the public so mm. it's the school's carol service but like anyone can go if you want um, and I've been going for years so yeah we did that on Friday actually oh, and that was so like nice. I was going to say nice surely kick that off. kicks it all off yeah. like right we've done the carol service because yeah. that, that's quite an impressive school so it must mm. feel yeah. like quite epic yeah, yeah. their chapel I was going to say I like... bet they've got their own chapel or... I yeah. would love to yeah. do that it look, yeah. it's really atmospheric and so yeah that always sets it off and then oh. we tend to do the tree in the same weekend yeah yeah ball starts to roll doesn't it oh that sounds nice I love a Christmas carol but I haven't been to actual church for Christmas mm-hmm. for a really long time but I do always like to watch Carols from Kings. Mm. Yeah, Christmas uh, Eve. Which is yeah. always on Christmas Eve about six o'clock, I yes. think it is. God, that yeah. is nice. You just turn it up really loud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get a Christmas cocktail yeah. on the go. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. nice. I like a bit of that. But as you all know, the Sherlock's community has launched, which is a part of the Sherlock's website, where you can ask us any questions you want and we will answer and other readers can answer your questions as well. But we just thought we'd pick out a couple of key ones that have come in over the weekend just to see what you guys have had to say about them so first of all 
Emma, I'm looking at you here. White shirt recommendations, please. Specifically, one with good cuffs. Mm. Well, my go-to for white shirts, white t-shirts, is always cos. Yeah. Like, I just don't think you can go wrong. And they always have, especially for white shirts, they have, like, three styles. Like, one might be oversized, one might be, you know, a bit more fitted. But I think they wash really well and they just have a good... A good basic white shirt. So that would be my. That'd be your pick, my pick. Becky. I don't try to think if I've seen you in a white shirt. I don't really wear a, a white shirt, but I do. I would probably go to and other stories or Arquette. Yeah, I would imagine. Mm, also yeah. a good option if I was going yeah. to wear one. If 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 mm. I would also go Arquette or Cos. I've mm. got. Any white shirt I have got is always oversized, yeah. like looks like it's the blokes, but not too big yeah. around the shoulders. Mm. And yeah, mm. Arquette and Cos. Harriet. Um, I suppose it's a bit more investment, but um, with nothing underneath, I mm, think do really yeah. good shirts. Um, yeah, they're lovely. Really nice quality. Like I say, the price point's a bit higher, yeah. but if you are a shirt person, and I yeah. do think shirts are one of the most versatile things you yeah. can own. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, as well as white, they do loads of other like really yeah, classic, yeah. nice designs. So yeah, probably yeah. them. I'd also obviously go Ganny and get one of the massive collared ones mm-hmm. as well. If that's oh, your yeah. thing, you like a bit of embellishment. <laughs> And then, this is a fun question on our community. What are the best board games for families? We love a bit of Cluedo, which nice. I know matches my... But we love it. It's and so we, undemitted. And when we were kids, like, my brothers used to always, you know, lie on the rounds. And it would just, you'd end up playing it till like midnight. Mm. You wouldn't know who the <laughs> hell has got who. But it's just, it's, I just don't think you can beat it. It's so fun. And yeah, they should make a little movie out of that, I think, Cluedo. <laughs> As part of my girls weekend this week, uh, we bought Dragatha Christie, which is a <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race oh, theme. amazing. But you have to play the characters, but I had to be the host because I was reading the instructions to myself and it was like, only you know this. I was like, okay, I'm hosting them. <laughs> but it was really fun. Like you had to pretend to be different characters. And again, there were like clues you had to hide around the room when no one was looking. You had oh, to create fun. a body under pillows and a sheet. Like oh, it's quite oh, immersive. Quite a commitment. <laughs> yeah. It was, but it was essentially Cluedo, but a slightly Cluedo. more yeah. involved update on it, which I thought was actually How very, fun. very fun. Oh, I might look into that. There we go. If you like Cluedo and Drag Race, win-win. Win-win. <laughs> Emma? Uh, well, growing up, we always, at this time of year, played Trivial Pursuit. Oh, and it. it just I just have such memories of... Like my parents having people over for drinks and then somewhere along the line, (laughs) Trivial was always played. And so we recently bought the kids questions and then we got the adults. So we're just going to try and play that as a family. There's so many themed ones now as well, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Sometimes if I'm in a pub that's got board games and me and my boyfriend are there with a pint, we'll sometimes just grab it, (laughs) but just do the questions. questions. Yeah, 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 that's good. Whoever wins, wins. I usually don't win, but I give it a good go. <laughs> <Give> it <a laughs> well. Harriet? Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Double. It's oh, classic. I still haven't played I haven't that. Heather. Oh, I know. oh my gosh. So what is it again? Good. I always forget. It's so addictive. So, I mean, it's basically like a slightly more elevated version of Snap, except instead of like one picture on a card that you have to snap, there's like 10. Oh God. <laughs> so, and you can snap them with any picture, but the way that the cards have been designed, all the pictures are like different sizes and then they all change on cards. Oh, yeah. So like, 
it's like an optical illusion. Your brain doesn't register that you've actually got a match. Oh. And the number of people I've played with who are like, stop the game, stop the game. I do not have a match. Yes, like, yes, this yes. isn't fair. And then you look and you're like, you've got a son. Oh, wow. And it's, it's like, so oh, yeah. easy not to see. It's so weird. Oh, like, you can actually not see it. What's it called, sorry? Double. double. I've heard of it. But they have themed ones. So mm. we have normal double. We have Harry Potter double. Yeah, yeah that's Harry where Potter I think double. I've seen, yeah, yeah the th- yeah. Star Wars double. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'd like a Star Wars set. Which is hilarious when you're playing with people who like aren't in the fandom <laughs> because they're like what the hell is this oh, winged thing yeah. um and they all make up their own names for it but that i mean it's a classic people in the office know that i was stranded in the Flor- florida hurricane back yeah. in september and all our power went out and uh, so yeah we whiled away the hours playing harry potter cluedo and um and double there we go there we go yeah. two Amazing. great recommendations mm. i've got my eye on the godfather monopoly set Ooh, oh, wow. i watched them all last christmas all the godfather films i hadn't shockingly hadn't seen them they were excellent but yeah i like a themed monopoly when you're yeah. trying to like win things you actually like and know rather than this sort of slightly outdated london <laughs> one, so good recommendations everyone and finally we've got our reader questions that people kindly sent in on instagram so i think we'll all probably say something different for this so i think it's a good question somebody is looking for a good everyday bra harriet i'll come to you so the one i'm wearing right now um is from the body range at mns so i was a rosie for mns devotee for yeah. years and still am to some yeah. extent the only thing i'll say is that they don't wash particularly well obviously the quality is great yeah what it is but like over time it's quite sad to see these like nice sort of silk satin bras like not holding up when the sort of skims yeah. revolution happened i feel like mns took a sort of similar approach and started doing um these quite sort of basic styles these body styles and the best part is they do them like the nude style yeah now comes in like 10 nudes oh, so it's great. like nudes for everyone which is so much better and i just think they're the most comfortable things ever oh, i'm really picky because i have quite big boots yeah so yeah I have to find like a t-shirt style that doesn't have any extra padding because yes, I'm yes, lucky enough yes, not to yes. need it. Um, but I still like a moulded cut yeah. because you don't want pokey nipples. Yeah. Who wants that? Yeah. And you don't want a massive underwire. No, because yeah. that's uncomfortable. I mean, I do sort of live in an underwire because I just have the size of boobs that can't be like hoisted up with that one. What am I going to do? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I am fussy and these are brilliant. And I think they're about probably like 17 to 20 oh that's not bad like at all because sometimes no. i think really good quality bras can come with the associated price tag i've done it all yeah i've, I've gone the rigby impeller yeah. route and i've gone the like primark route yeah and to me i know it's a boring answer but mns is like unbeatable but it's good to have a, oh, a specific yeah. range to recommend specific range, as well yeah, yeah. body emma uh, well i'm quite picky also but um i can only wear like a really soft bra like yeah. a really simple triangle yeah. kind of i mean very basic so i usually go to like h&m yeah, yeah. Spencer's. Mm. um so yeah that would be my rec yeah Becky? i'm exactly the same i go to h&m's underwear mm. all the time, all the time. Oh, really yeah i don't know if i've ever seen also rate m&s yeah. yeah but i've just recently got into getting things from h&m mm. i mean the size i get m&s is yeah probably the most inclusive yeah. as well mm. so yeah it's it's i'd still think like big 
boobed women are mm. chronically underserved mm. in the market and it always feels like you have to go to like specialist the one store the which i hate yeah. it really drives me up the wall um and i'd get on my soapbox about it more if i could has anyone tried skims before yeah i'm addicted because i haven't and I, I want to make the commitment because mm. i haven't tried their bras yeah um most of them she's just actually released the underwire style yeah. for a long time came only up to a double d right that's so, surprising she only mm, went up to double yeah d. well no, considering the brand is built on this like mm. inclusive ethos yeah. it does yeah. seem like a bit of a misstep anyway she's corrected course and mm. she has now expanded the range um but most of her bras are like soft triangle styles yeah yeah so if you have smaller boots yeah. like you're gonna have a wealth of options there and again the shade range is mm-hmm. really really inclusive um but i have to say everything else i've tried for the brand is just absolutely exceptional okay yeah i need to get yeah. on t-shirts yeah. underwear like <laughs> if charlotte's watching this she'll she'll know that um the only thing is they don't do like a bright white in oh, anything okay. oh, which can be a bit odd yeah like, when you, you, you don't want that under a t-shirt yeah, or yeah. like yeah. you don't realize how much you actually need bright white mm-hmm. until you can't get mm. it um i think their version is like marble which is much more of a cream but mm. literally i've had t-shirts pajamas um underwear everything and there's right. not one thing that i've sent back amazing and then finally then did you guys get anything good in the black friday sales harriet <laughs> you're coming <laughs> to me because i've already whinged about this this morning <laughs> but basically i was really resolved this year not to get involved in black friday particularly um there wasn't anything i massively needed and i was just going to keep an eye out in case any of my mm-hmm. gift ideas went on a massive discount black friday rolls around i get fomo i'm like oh yeah. i've got to take advantage of this just um, got caught up in it all yeah yeah i got some beauty bits which yeah. i think is always like quite a good shout actually yeah. because Do you agree them. becky yeah i think so because i yeah. think you're not going to kind of regret that no you get your regulars yeah, yeah discount yeah exactly. what's the harm yeah yeah um but clothes wise i did feel like yeah some of those purchases were mm. a bit unnecessary i'm normally really really like someone who takes six months to decide yeah whether i want something or not and yeah for some reason i've really jumped the gun <laughs> it happens to the best of us yeah emma well, surprisingly, you'd think that I'd be all over that, but I, I'm not a big Black Friday. I never do, like, New Year's sales. I think I know the things that I want will never be in the sales, yeah. so then I just kind of avoid them. But I did, like you, I did get a little bit of FOMO. Yeah. Becky, what about you? Um, I don't really... I mean, I, I get why people, especially this year, would want to look at Black Friday, but... I actually read a piece on the BBC News that was saying that while it's good, some of them aren't actually very Mm. good discounts and it completely put Mm. me off because I think we were looking at sofas and all sorts and then I thought this is just like panic purchasing. Mm. So... Yeah, I'm actually, just, yeah, homeware is quite a good one. Homeware is a good one, but then mm. I, I think if it's such a big investment, mm. I'd rather wait and just make sure it's the right investment. Yeah, and don't rush it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's great if you know what you need. Yeah, absolutely. Like, say, stuff, home stuff, or like even a fridge or anything like that. If it's something you were going to buy anyway, something you've had your eye on. Yeah, yeah. then I think it makes sense to be like, well, we might as well get it thirty percent off. Yeah, or yeah. I think that's the year that a lot of that stuff didn't actually mm. no. get the marked stuff up. I wanted didn't. Yeah, a lot of retailers are trying to scramble mm, right and like course. preserve their margins this year which is totally understandable yeah. so i just yeah i felt like it wasn't as good as in past years yeah. and i was yeah. sort of participating for the sake of it a bit mm. i think you're right though i think it's a good thing to have 
you've just got to approach it wisely. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. My sister doesn't listen to the podcast. She should do, but doesn't. No. But, um, <laughs> I can say that, yeah, I got her some uh, Misoma earrings that oh, she really perfect. wanted and they yeah. were 30% off. So oh, it right. seemed a yeah. no-brainer to mm. do so. That's so the thing. Yeah. I did. I did partake. You did partake. I but did. a good partake. There we <laughs> go. Um, well, thanks, ladies. That was excellent. Lovely talking to you all. Uh, and thank you for watching and listening. If you have any questions for us, please do email us at podcast at Sherlux. We love hearing from you. And please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.